We're rolling up right here. Um, Paulie, do you want to be the coffee guy today while I roll this into a little introduction to today's most esteemed guest? Welcome to episode 86 of the Jungle Brothers podcast. Uh, It's me, Joey. We've got... Hello. Me, T. Me, T. We've got... Hello. Photophily. And then we've got uh, uh, one of the latest coaching additions at Jungle Brothers, the most humble savage you'll ever meet, uh, Pavel, Pavel Sadechki. That's I got right. that right? That's right. Nice, brother. I love that name. Mate, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for being here. It's, it's good to have you here, man. It's, um, Pav's been with us for, I'll give a little intro to you and then, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll get into it. But um, cool. Pavel showed up to the gym and he was, he was really, actually, T, why don't you tell the story? Because you connected with Pav initially. Uh, yeah, pa- Pavel showed up to the gym um, and this fella came in with a big smile on his face. Cauliflower ears. Uh, cauliflower ears, <laughs> huge muscles. And I was like, oh, I wonder who this fellow is. And he came in and said, hi, I'd like to, um, to inquire about uh, coaching in the gym or training in the gym or just anything to do with the gym. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we just kind of went from there. So we had a good chat and had a look around and he had a big smile on his face. Which was awesome. Hasn't left his face. Hasn't never <laughs> left his face. Got a big smile all the time. <laughs> and he was very polite, very humble. And I thought, mate, this guy's going to fit right in. And we were actually looking for some more um, room on the, on the, on the mats so, because we're looking at starting our morning sessions as well for our BJJ. Yep. And, um, and the, the uh, Pavel's re- wrestling pedigree kind of fit right in there. So... Um, yeah, it was great. And uh, the other thing that, uh, he, I mean, he's just ticking all the boxes. He was talking about uh, his background in uh, lifting, working with kettlebells. Um, strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning. And, um, and, and then he had a really fond interest in the garden on the way out. And then he sold me and I was like, oh. He sold to <laughs> get this guy in. He's like, this is the guy. He likes oh, I sold the garden. This came here. <laughs> yeah. Who was I selling garden when I leave the place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I remember that first day he came in. You're like, oh, I'm here to meet T. And I was like, oh, hey, man, nice to meet you. And then I was like, I did like a second take. I'm like, oh, that's some cauliflower ears you got there, bro. And then I like noticed the, the bandy kind of wrestler's legs. And I was like, oh, he's got those Khabib legs. <laughs> I'm like, you, you grapple, bro? You're like, yeah, yeah, I wrestle. We're like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, I was still like, oh, yeah, a little bit, you know, but it's been like, I started when I was like six years old, so <laughs> it's been a while. A lifetime. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Mate, um, so that's cool, you know, so we'll go into like what you do here now and all that sort of thing, but... Um, how did you, how did you find us? how did you end up here? I've heard like from the, I think like an online like website and then, um, so like, uh, some posts on the, like Facebook and I think, yeah, I think it was only Facebook actually didn't use the Instagram at the time as well. So, um, check it out. And like, I wanted to come like for a bit of a while, actually, like it's been probably like two years. I was like checking you guys, but like never had a chance to actually come here, like didn't drive or anything. So, um, yeah, living on like opposite side of the, um, yeah, of the city. So, um, Never got a chance to actually get here and then um, finally got my car and um, yeah, I wanted to change a little bit of career as well. Like um, got into more like coaching and um, yeah, training. So um, I was like, yeah, I definitely have to go and check, that, check out the place. And plus actually I'm here from the, um, like my previous colleague as well. Um, so we used to work in a cafe together and um, he mentioned you guys through um, Thai. 
like he was doing the internship here so he was like oh why don't you check them out as well i was like oh actually i was thinking about it for a long time so um yeah actually just like my my come in and um you know ask what you guys do how you good like doing it as well so so you knew ty or was a friend of his no friend of his i knew italo like he used to train ah, for a little bit italo, so, yeah yes, oh, yeah yeah that's cool. Yeah, yeah, Ty's got all connection. the connections. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all around, you know. <laughs> Dancing gets him everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See how he just outfit your your pre your skill set, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's cool. And you live in Bondi, right? Bondi, yes, yeah. So you know, like from the so you already mentioned before, like you've been wrestling since you were a kid, since you were six years old, and you're now how old? At twenty eight. Twenty eight. What was it about what you saw that we were doing? Because the standard kind, you know, you could imagine someone whose really interest is only wrestling would look at our gym and it wouldn't really mean it wouldn't spark a, you know, much interest. What was it that, that, that got you interested in it? Yeah, I think it was just like the aspect of everything. It was like a mixture, you know, like um, usually when you have a gym, they like really just focus on one thing and they um, kind of forget about the everything else. You know, if you have like, let's say you go to grappling gym, it's just all about the grappling, you know, it doesn't matter if you're injured or something. You're just like still like jumping in, you know, like you're trying to like prevent somehow, you know, if like your shoulder's hurting or something, you're like you're trying to just like compromise it, you know, but you're still going through that. Same thing, same thing with like a lifting, you know, if you just go to like lifting gym, everyone just lift, you know, but they don't care about anything else. You're like they have skill of lifting, but nothing else, you know, and I think it's like what it's missing is like to combine everything together, you know, like to keep um, bit of lifting, bit of mobility, bit of like, you know, like, from fighting perspective, if it's grappling, striking, you know, and um, when I saw this gym, it's like, like you guys bring everything all together. So um, you have this chance, you know, to um, participate in like, pretty much everything you need to, like you can adjust your training if, um, if you know, like you're injured, like, okay, I, I know I'd probably have to work more on mobility, maybe just a body weight. And um, I still might like get some like a grappling session, but they're not gonna be as hard, you know, like I just, go for like two sessions instead of like going five days a week and just my injury is getting worse and worse, you know, and like I'm not learning anything. So um, I think that was a big thing for me to see actually like um, combining like all aspects of training together. So that was for me like a big part to, to see from you guys, which, which kind of brings me here as well. That's cool. Um, let's go back in the <laughs> past. Where, where, where were you born? Right, so, um, yeah, I'm from Slovakia. So it's a small country in Europe. Eastern Europe, kind of thing. It's cold there, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Little bit cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the winters, they get pretty cold. So, um, yeah, and we are like inland as well. So there is like no ocean, no sea, you know. So oh, inland, it, yeah, yes, landlocked, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yep. yeah. So if like if you wanna do something, you know, like you either do sport or like you just kind of like hang out with the guys, you know, like outside. So for me, it was like mostly like because I started when I was a six, so I was like hanging out with the guys in the gym, you know. Like for us, it was like pretty community you know keep like you out of trouble pretty much yeah, yeah. that's and is wrestling a national sport or is it is it is it a, a obscure sport is it big over there yeah so it's not as massive and it's like some of the other country but it's still like big enough to like have enough club to um compete pretty, against yeah. each other yes yeah yeah so um yeah we were actually quite lucky when we were like kids there was like a few different clubs in the town where i'm from so they just pretty much like did every, uh, like each suburb would have like a small club and that would be just for our kids, you know? So that would be between like age of like six, eight to like age 12. And then there would be like this, like a main main club and like all the adults would train there as well. So um, yeah, it was just um, more like speci uh, 
specific for our kids to like just get basics to um to get into the sport and then you would just go to um like a, a little bit of competition between those clubs exactly as well. yes yeah nice. yeah so we would have actually um like very often it would be probably like every second week since i was like seven you know it's probably like yeah only like a few months after the wrestling um you would have like a comps between like all these clubs so there would be clubs from the town and then like some uh, some towns around as well there would be like um some clubs coming from like hungary poland and um we would just like compete as a kid so um yeah like every second week there would be like some competition you know to just like test yourself and i think it was like a good way to actually understand you know what you need to do what you need to work on and um yeah. and also like gives you lots of discipline as well so um you actually um yeah, like you're going there just with a coach, you know, you're still just a kid, you're like 78 years old and uh, coach takes you somewhere, you know, like you've never been there, like different country, different language as well. So um, you wow. go there, compete with, yeah, with uh, other guys, you know, like it's lots of stress as a kid, you know, like, yeah, I remember like I was going to a competition and like I wouldn't eat the whole day, you know, just like focus on the matches, you know, then like- Because of nerves? Pretty much, yes, yeah, yeah. It just like, it's always keeps me, you know, like I wanna really focus on the competition, and like never wanna lose, you know, and I was like, no, I just have to like, you know, know who I, I'm like wrestle with, like what I have to do, you know, and like I would not eat anything the whole day, you know, even if I like wouldn't cut the weight, I would just like not eating. Even like a day before it was already like starting, you know, feeling my belly like, oh no, I'm not hungry, you know, I don't need to eat anymore, you know, telling mom and then she was like, no, you need to eat, you know, like you're gonna <laughs> compete, so. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know, then like my mom would like, would give me like shitloads of food, you know, to just get ready for a comp and I would just like bring everything back home because I wouldn't eat anything, you know, just wow. focus on the comp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who got you into into the wrestling? Um, mum, pretty much. Yeah. No so uh, yeah, yeah. So okay. um, so we um, uh, we went actually with my brother. So I have like an older brother, and uh, we went for um, they had this in the school like a program for uh, for a wrestling, and um, so I was just going with uh, yeah with my brother and mum because um he's supposed to join in, and then the coach was like oh like why don't you jump in as well because I think there was like um there was like an age limit which was I think either like seven or eight and I was six I was, uh, and my mom was like oh he's like too young still and the coach was like no he's, he's okay he's okay he can jump in so I jumped straight away in um yeah then like my mom like he was like bring us for, for like a few more trainings and after this she was like oh like my, like uh, my brother is Daniel so like Daniel can take you to training you know so then we just like started like going with the tr uh, to training together and then pretty much just stick with that you know like going with the brother to a training like every day um Actually, it was like first in the beginning, I think it was like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but then very soon it was like every day. So it would be like from Monday to Friday, pretty much. And then later on from a high school would be like a twice a day. So, um, wow. yeah, yeah. It got so morning, morning, night. Exactly. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually, um, quite lucky with like, um, I think I was like quite talented as well as a kid. So, um, I was only like, um, I think like eight years old. So I was like, um, grade three. And the coach already actually he wrote me this like a paper for a um, for a primary school, and he would like uh, give it to me, and uh, like I just gave it to my like teacher, and he was like, oh you don't need to like come for um, like first two classes because you're gonna train with us in the morning, you know, like because um, I supposed to do, do that when I was like um, ten, but he was like no you need like a more preparation because like you good like you already good but we wanna like make you even better, you know. And I was the only kid like training with the older like. Um, so we, like the youngest one would be like my brother, which he was already like two and a half, he's uh, older than me, you know? I was like eight, he was like 10 and a half. So I was always like training with the older wow. guys. So yeah, always been like pushing, you know, to like to um, train with them, all the guys, but I was like in a level with them. So it like didn't really matter as much, but um, yeah, they were like 
for most of the guys was like, was like you know, like, oh yeah, like you're smashing us anyway, you know? So like <laughs> you, you belong here, you know? So. There's a huge difference between um, an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old in physicality. Yeah. Like you, you, you can see that with, with, with our own kids. Like mm. I watch my son who's only two years younger than my daughter. Yeah, so she's I, just fucking kicking his ass all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so I had this like yeah, all the time. <laughs> I had this like funny story. So I would go to like a competition, and the problem was because I was always tra like training with the other guys. Um, so I was like ten years old, and the guys they would be like fourteen, fifteen, which is like big gap still, right? That's big gap. And then um, so I would go to this competition, and there is like an age limit. So like there was, I think, like, age limit was like between um, twelve to fifteen, and I was like ten or like just like, like turning 11, you know? And they were like, oh yeah, like you can't compete, be like, you're too young for it, you know? And the coach was like, oh, why he can't compete, you know? Like if he like gets smashed, you know, it doesn't really happen. Mm. Like it's not gonna like matter that much for him, you know? Like he's just gonna lose the first round and he's gonna go home, you know? I was like, yeah, I don't mind, you know, to jump in. And then like, uh, they actually the guys who were organizing come like, yeah, makes sense, you know, he can just jump in, you know, he's gonna go first, first round out. So then like get, got to the comp and then like first round I was like uh, winning against the guy, you know, I was like, oh, this guy maybe knows something, you know, then second round winning again, you know, then I had to win like, I think like four different matches, you know, to get to final, you know, and then I got to final and they were like, oh shit, you know, he's not supposed to be here, he's in the final, right? <laughs> and then actually I was um, competing with my like a teammates from us, from the same club, but he was like a four years older than me, you wow. know? And then, uh, yeah, that was like, oh, it's not gonna happen, you know? Like, too he, big a gap. like, yeah, you're not gonna win against him, you know? Then went for a final. It was like really tough match, but still, I won the match. You know? so yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, got there too, you know? And I'm not even supposed to be there. So, oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool was there a size difference or were uh, you. The size was the same. So, no, the si I mean, because you have a lot different, uh, like, weight category as well. Mm. So, like, the weight would be the same, you know? Because um, I was competing with these guys. Um, let's say that would be like 40 kilo, you know? So I would be, have the same weight, yes. but um, yeah, like just the age difference would Physicality be. Physicality is different. Yes, yeah, 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 but it still makes a lot different when you're kids. So yeah, yeah, it was like always pushing out to like going with all the guys, but then later on in my training, I think when I was like 12 or 13, no, actually even later, like 13, 14, then it kind of like got in a point when the coaches were like, oh, you're like, okay, you can't train with the older guys anymore, you know, like you mm. have to just stick with your, um, with your level. And that's what I think kind of like stopped me a little bit and just got me like away from it. You know, I was like, didn't like improve much for a lot, for like a year, you know, just got stuck with um, with um, guys that were like, like same age as me, but they, mm. weren't on, they were on the same level. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, it's, yeah, it's like, it doesn't like feel the same, you know? And I was like mm. kind of frustrated just going to a training, didn't le bored. learn much exactly, yeah. And then like kind of get like off the track as well. Then like, I think it was like a mixture of everything. So um, yeah, I had like a few like health issues. I think like um, there was something going on, on with my like immune system. So I was like getting sick all the time and like didn't train properly. And then like, I was like kind of like sick of the training as well, you know? So like kind of like step away f uh, from the training for a little bit. And then, yeah, like was like away probably for like a year or a bit more than that. But then like, I was like, oh, I like missing the, you know, training. So then like changed up a little bit, like uh, went more into like lifting, but it was just more like a body lift, uh, body um, sorry, uh, bodybuilding lifting, you know, just like going to the gym and just lifting the weights mm -hmm. when I was like 15, 16 and like- As you do. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the yeah, foundation was, of like a lot of athletic individuals. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I was just like. 
finishing the high school and going straight to like um my mom actually um she had this like um she works for a government and they had like um gym in a in a place where she works and there was like a um, place for the like the guys trained there you know from the government like um but there was like no one ever there you know like they didn't train at all so i i pretty much had a gym for myself so it was just like a small gym you know and like didn't know as much about the training i just knew you know what whatever we did as a kid you know because we already when i was like probably like 10 or something we already like started like lifting some weights and mm-hmm. um just do like you know some preparation for a wrestling so there would be like some different conditioning you know like some would be like yeah lifting some would be like running you know and then like specific wrestling so um yeah then i like when i went away from it i was like oh i just started lifting the weights you know like I don't mind actually like doing something different, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think like my body like composition is like um I can like really easily like put on the weight. So um I went from like I think like seventy kilo to like eighty two or eighty three in like three months, you know, just like at what age? Uh, that was like I think fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I was like because <laughs> you know like uh, you know, had the Tyson and uh, yeah, Roy yeah, Jones and I got like yeah, yeah, like pretty pretty big, but like oh. it was just pretty much muscle, you know, because like I was there, I would just eat, you know, sleep, sleep, train, go to school, and just you know every day it would be the same thing for me, you know. So like some of the days, like my brother would come to the gym with me, but I, like I didn't really care, you know. For me, it was like okay, I'll just go to the gym every day, you know. Like I had I have a gym what for else myself. Are you <laughs> exactly yes yeah so yeah just enjoy that and then um slowly like um yeah i was doing that for um, i don't know maybe like a year or two and then like slowly started like shifting you know then um we saw this i think um i think it was actually on the youtube or somewhere like that you know there's like a bodyweight training when the people actually train outdoor and then we were like oh this is like a great idea you know but we had like no facility for it back home you know so we're just like looking for this like um kids playground you know just like whenever we can (laughs) hang you know and just like do something so that would be like what like 13 years back now you know so it's like it wasn't that big you know the whole thing like whole bodyweight training so you would just go down to bars like, i mean bars would be like a kid's playground you know but there was like no kids so we just went there you know and just did some training you know did some pull-ups tips whatever we knew you know like did some squats like we had from wrestling um actually this training you know when you like kind of carry yourself like carry your partner so we were like doing squat with uh, with my brother and thing like that you know just in the park just um yeah doing something different so yeah i was just like trying to find a way you know what what can i do how can i improve myself and just shifting you know from a different like different aspect of sport as well and do you consider um slovakia in relation to europe do you consider it central or do you think of it as as part of the east eastern europe um, when I was a kid, it would be more like, oh, no, it's essential, you know, we're, like, we're not from, like, Eastern Europe, you know, because I think it was, like, Eastern Europe is, like, oh, we're not, like, anymore of the, like, a block of the Russia, but to be honest, I think we're, like, more going to, like, Eastern side, you know, because, like, like our parents pretty much grew up in, like, a communism, like, regime, you know, so, like, we were growing up, like, in a different regime, but we, like, you're our parents like didn't know much different you know so um i think it was still more like an eastern european style of everything you know same with the coaches you know they used to train in a in different regime as well so that would be like their style of training like that's what we did with them as well so yeah i think it's i call it more like an eastern europe now yeah yeah okay <laughs> um because yeah we're, like it's funny what you're saying about calisthenics and mm. i think for anyone in the west when you see calisthenics you know we're, we, we're all exposed to what's happening across the world through social media and stuff. And whenever you're seeing a lot of these calisthenics videos, like bodyweight training, it's always Eastern Europe. Yeah, and right. It, you know, and you kind of just think, oh, like Russia, but it's, you know, it feels like that side of the world. 
um, that there's a lot of, uh, I, I guess it's just a really commonly practiced style of strength training. Yeah, I think so because like, you, you do whatever you can do, right? Like if you don't have any equipment or something, you know, you just hang on any bar you can find, you know, outside. So <laughs> it's, I think the um, easiest way to do the training, you know, and then like, yeah, as I said, like for us, it was uh, like, if you can like lift anything, like what you can, what else you can lift. So I, at least I can lift the partner, you know? So if it's my brother or someone else come train with me, you know, so like we can do some squats together, you know, he jumps on my shoulders and I'll just do some squats, you know, if I don't have any, anything else to lift, you know, there is a, at least something you can use, you know, so. So yeah. good. <laughs> you remember when we did that down at Bondi Beach, carrying each other, running on the sand that day? Yep. It's turning heads everywhere because people have never seen that here. It's right, like so yeah. extreme. <laughs> yeah. It actually yeah, happened to us as well. So we went with a um, brother down to Bondi Beach, right? And same thing, like, oh, we're just going to go for some run and then we're just going to carry each other, you know, just going like up and down on the beach, you know. <laughs> we are like carrying each other and then suddenly there was a lifeguard, right? They came to us and they were like, oh, guys, you okay? You know, like, do you need the help? They're like, oh, no, no, we're just training, you know, like we're just carrying each other up and down. And they were like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, because we thought like something happened, you know, you just carrying him back, you so. <laughs> yeah. <Drown. laughs> but at least, you know, you can do that, right? So if something happened, you know, to your mate, you can just get him home or something. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what, what big differences do you see in, uh, in the fitness industry uh, between um, what, what you see here in Australia and, and what you experience back home? Right. Um, I think for me, what was like the biggest thing would be like now mobility. That would be like a big part of um, training. I didn't do much. I mean, like, like our coaches would tell us, you know, like, oh, guys, you need to stretch after training. And, and we were like, after two hours of training, you know, like, yeah, yeah okay. We just sit down, you know, and talk, you know, and like, really <laughs> like, you know, care about the stretching or do anything like that. So um, I think that would be big difference. But um, also, uh, I think from like saying that, uh, like back home, difference was like there was like not much else to do but I think it was just more for kids you know so like you have nothing else to do you just train it so like um there's like no pathways going around you know like here's like oh I just go to the beach or something you know I skip the training so I think it's just um the way if you like if you have nothing else to do you know you just get stick with your training and um I think here you can especially as a kid or if you're like teenager like you can just get a lot more loose you know and there's like so many different things you can do here mm -hmm. like um I don't know, as I said, you know, going to the beach or um, hang out just with the meds, you know, sit, sitting down, yeah, like somewhere in the park or something. Back home when it's cold, you know, there's like nothing really you can do. So like you just go to the gym, train with your friends, you know, hang out with them for a little bit and then go home, repeat the same thing the next day. So um, yeah, I think it's, um, but then saying that, I I think what I can see here is like the more um, like, people when they're like older, they just keep training here, which is like, they realize like, okay, we haven't done anything as a kids, you know, now it's time to do something. Yeah. And uh, over there, I think it's more like opposite, you know, it's not as many like um, people training later on. So like, let's say you hit like 30, 40 and like, okay, that's it, you know, like I, I'm not training anymore, you know, training just for our kids. So um, I think it's like slowly start it's shifting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think it's slowly like start shifting this as well, like people training for a longer now. But I think just before was like, it just was for kids, you know, so by the time like you hit 20, 25, you know, let's say like you're not training anymore, you know, like there is like, first of all, I think the people like don't see the reason like, oh, like why we should train, you know, like it's like, it's not gonna like bring me anything really, right? Mm. And then second, I think it's um also like you're just working too much, you know, you're just like trying to like, you know, feed the trying family survive. and survive yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. And also, um, 
maybe the emphasis of the training is a little bit different for, for kids. It's all about discipline, isn't it? It's exactly. Like, you know, martial arts. And like it seems, have discipline. And it seems very sport-driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. you've got to compete. Yeah, yeah, whereas there's less we're not as we're not as hardcore about the the sport side of things, mm-hmm. are we? I think like it's some of some well, are. But yeah, I think it, it, it's probably not so much anymore. I'd say we were, we were like a, a bit more down that path when mm-hmm. I said when I was growing up. Um, but now I think there's just so many options for kids now that you yeah. can have a kid doing ten different things in a in a week. You know, yeah, that's true. And then it's a good a way and bad way, I think. You know, because yeah. like if you're doing too many things, then like. You're just getting like a little bit, you know, like all around the place. Like it's good, like you get foundation from everything. Yeah. But then like you're not focused on actually. Get good on at anything. Yes. Yeah. And, and you you also um, don't get good at just that that daily consistency. That you get so much variety. You're like yes. you can't f- focus on anything. Yes. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I know sorry. the yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but the people I've like trained with, I think of jujitsu. The people I've trained with who have come from some other kind of elite sport background um i can think of you know a few people off the top of my head but like i used to train with a guy that was like a really high level like a national level swimmer um and then i've trained with people who come from um uh, like track and field sports and they all get really good at jujitsu because they're so good at applying themselves and they don't they're not put off by little injuries or lack of motivation here and there They, they just do it and it's not to say that that's, you know, the way that everyone should approach it, but there's a real benefit. You can see it from them having gone through this rigorous kind of um, experience as a, as a child or as a teenager. Yeah, I think, like, it's very important as a kid, like, you, you know your body better as a kid, you know, like, you know how to move, and I don't think, you, like, you're ever going to lose it, you know? Like, once you know, like, um, okay, this is how I roll if I, like, you know, like, kick something and I have to just roll, you know? Like, you get this basic, and then you can just apply to any sport. And like, yeah, but I found out like um, when I saw this, like especially even when I was back home, you know, and then the people would start like training when they were like 20, 25 and like they had no coordination, you know, they mm. didn't know how to fall, you know, how to roll and things like that. It's just like, like a basic movement for us, you know, like you don't even think about it, you know, and then you see someone just like jumping on a mat and like they don't have this like skill, you know, like for me, it's like kind of basic skill to have. And it's, I think it's just li- like really difficult to learn when you're like older, you know, like you're just more aware, you know, of your body in a sense like, okay, if I do something wrong, you know, I'm just gonna mess myself. So I'm not gonna even try it, you know, and then like, they just like, yeah, it's not for me, you know, like it's, yeah, I'm way too old, you know, but you can still learn. You just have to be like going slow, you know, like don't pushing yourself and. It's true, right? There's a, there, I mean, there's the studies show that there's a level of neuromuscular development that occurs when you practice a sport as a child that if you pick up that sport as a mature aged like even you know say as a, in your late teens you can never reach the same levels of development because you just didn't do it when you were like from like six to 15 developmentals yeah. yeah and i'm sure that you know you see I, i'm sure that that probably explains a little bit of why so most of the elite level say olympic level athletes like weightlifters and stuff particularly these and wrestling and whatnot they've either done that sport since they were a kid or they did another sport that gave them that development and then they transitioned into that. Yeah, like with a bit of, sorry, um, with the wrestling, I think it's like, I don't actually know anyone who would like um, jump when they were like 20, you know, and then get actually like on the top level, you know, like everyone started as a kid or at least as a teenager, you know, just to like get the basic skill. 
I think it's like really difficult to like learn later on. Like you can get basics, but to actually like go on a like top level, you know, if you don't have the like proper basics, then it's like really hard for you to like going actually somewhere, you know, like it takes like lots of years of practice, you know. Well, that's why God invented Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. For the adults that want to get on the mat. <laughs> pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty much. the rest of the yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that would be like exactly yeah, opposite of wrestling, right? Like um, lots of the Jiu Jitsu guys, they would like jump in when they're like 20, 25, 30, you know, sometimes 40. So, and then you see them like they can still like, you know, adjust themselves. They're like on the floor. They kind of feeling safe, you know, because they already done. So they're not worried about that. With the wrestling, like you're always standing up, you know. So the game starts on the be- like on a, on a feet. So I think it's for uh, like lots of people. Like, oh, it looks a little bit too dangerous for me, you know. <laughs> it <laughs> might is maybe, dangerous. Yeah, maybe just <laughs> it's so play. <laughs> it is dangerous. <laughs> no, I think it's just a <laughs> playful game. <laughs> oh man, I, I asked Pavel to send through some some video of like all the you know what he he yeah. like looks up at, at the top top yes. wrestlers, and he sent me some video of these kids that were like well oh, they would have been at six or eight probably yeah oh like my gosh i was like watching these kids <laughs> i would not want to get on the match with them they were yeah. vicious <laughs> and, but so athletic and mm. so pliable and so strong it was uh, actually a lot of the kids techniques looked even better than the adults yeah i know because they don't, the have much, they don't have much strength right so like all they have to use is just a technique and like flexibility mm. they have. So um, yeah. like, yeah, there's there not much amazing. strength they can, yeah, strength they can actually use. So um, I think it's really cool to like watch the oh, kids what so they can impressive. achieve, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they like them, like, in even position they get into it, you know, they can still escape. Still, and, like, yeah, there was one doing like a, a like a backflip cartwheel to yes, get out of exactly. this single <laughs> leg. Single Hold leg, on, like, yes, yeah. <laughs> The aerial awareness is really, amazing. I think that's something that's missed when you, when you watch wrestling, it's mm. hard to, they're like gymnasts. Understand how well how aware they are in the air, huh? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's why. Like, um, so that would be like our like everyday warm up for a wrestling. You know, like you just start with some like a basic, you know, like a routine where you like for um warm up like the joints, you know, and then like doing a little bit like a d- dynamic movements, and then like you're going. We call it like a gymnastic preparation, which is like going from the rolls, you know, cartwheels, and then like handstand, and just like um basic of like everything but um it just like prepares you you know like you know how to roll like um just be awareness of the space as well you know because like some people like they just roll and they have no idea where where they are you know when they end up on a different position so i think it just like gives you kind of like once you like start spinning in a different position like you know where you are and there was like racial awareness pretty much yeah yeah, like that was a big thing for um for like coach always said said to us you know like you need to know like where you are on the mat and like what position you want to be you know so like you always need to adjust the position you're in and if you like if you have no idea you know like you're rolling two or three times and then like you're just losing the coordination like you're you're kind of like losing the match you know like it's because you're twisting a lot from your spine. So, yes, so it's not yeah. just like bending and flexing. It's like twisting. Exactly. Keeping your load on one area and contorting your body. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. So, um, I wanted to ask um, with you competing from a young age and stuff, um, how do you, uh, when was the last time you competed or, and what level of competition did you kind of, did you reach? So, when, yeah, when I was a kid, I think I stopped around like age 14 15 and mm-hmm. then so there was like all this um i mean with the wrestling as a kid so um 
there was like all this competition it just was like coming for me but then yeah as i said like i kind of like just went away from the yep. path a little bit but um yeah i was accompanying like back home to like um like a national tournament and then there was like some like overseas as well we went once to america which was pretty cool as well because they have like a different style of the wrestling mm. they call it like a college wrestling which is um a little bit like a different different system they um they're using and then um yeah so that was kind of like i stopped when i was like age 14 mm. and then um after this one um yeah i just um i was as i said like i was doing just a bit of lifting then actually like went into running a little bit so i went for a marathon when i was like 19 you know just just to complete something different and yeah actually end up to finish then just came here and then i was doing like a mixture of everything so um yeah when i came here the like the wrestling is not as big here so um I was like, I just do anything, you know, I don't mind if it's like a jujitsu boxing, like kickboxing, like yeah. I just jump to anything. So I just start, uh, start training in one of the gym and uh, yeah, I just um, start actually just with like a wrestling jujitsu mix. And then uh, when went into like the coach was like, oh, just jump for a boxing as well, right? Like um, just do everything. I was like, oh yeah, like I'll just might try it as well. Like I don't really mind, you know, had mm. no idea about the boxing, you know, because first time <laughs> hit, I was like, oh shit, you know, like <laughs> it's like a real I deal, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you but realize got, you got rocks for fists. Yeah, yeah. But because it's like really, <laughs> yeah, got the hook like really quickly. So I was good. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to do everything. Like I was always um, open to like, different different sports and different activities so um i was like yeah i just jump in you know so then mm. like um started doing like more striking as well and um actually yeah kind of like my um thing was like i always wanted to try mma like once i like started with everything so um yeah i was like started training there and there was like um few like a small comps we would go like a uh, grappling comps so um yeah i would just compete and like didn't do that great. Like actually, like <laughs> I went, I, I think like a three times, and <laughs> every time I would get like disqualified for like slamming people, like, <laughs> and things like that. And they're like, "Oh, you're not allowed. You're not allowed." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so That's every fine. time I would like yeah, either like slam or do something, you know, I know uh, it wasn't allowed allowed in my level, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then. Um, yeah, so then I went to the actually like uh, I had this like one uh, MMA fight which was like uh, in a uh, in a ring, so it wasn't in a cage. So I went to um, to this uh, I think it was um, like an instructor of like a kickboxing in one of the gym, and uh, so he was the, he was doing kickboxing, and I was like wrestler, right? So like a good matchup. So um, mm. yeah, we had this. Uh, there was like a finite. Um, I was I think like twenty one or twenty two, and went there like it was like pretty like actually. Um, got pretty nervous before that as well, you know, because something different I tried. So um, yeah, we, um, I had this fight and then um, didn't end up that well. I got like, um, it was like a first round, I got like head kicked and then um, kind of I was like dizzy, you know, mm -hmm. just like trying to cover Shit. myself, you know, and then like, yeah, it was just an amateur fight. So um, like we didn't have the sh uh, shin guards or anything like that, but um, there was like, if you can't like do something, you know, in like next 10 seconds or something like that, they just have to stop the fight. Yes, so um, yeah. then I was just like covering myself in the corner, you know, and they, they just had to stop the fight, but still good experience, you know, jump into mm, it and just yeah, try yeah, something yeah. different. Yeah. It's different yeah. with the shin pads off, isn't that? When you cop on a nice Very different, slot, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, with and the plus I was going with this like awesome. a guy doing a like kickboxer, kickboxer yeah. right? So I was like, yeah. oh shit. He <laughs> was actually like um quite tall guy as well, you know, so he had a good oh, range. Long one. So I was actually, yeah, I think on a like very, very big I was like trying to go for like some takedown and then like he got like um hooked on a on the ring then we just had to reset going back and then yeah okay got leverage Jeez, yeah, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah it was like my my fault as well you know I just like should keep the distance after so yeah and then um 
after that actually um that was my like first three years in australia and then um decided to like oh it's like kind of just got stuck with the same thing just like training working studying I wanted to change up a little bit so I went to America for a little bit and then like did some training there as well so um there was this um club they did like it was like an MMA club so it was um yeah it was like training with them there was like um few Russian guys coming to um to fight in like a UFC so um yeah I was just um jumping like with them for like some training sparring and things like that so that was like pretty tough as well to actually yeah, experience yeah yeah there were some good guys there and uh yeah stayed there for like a two months and then um went back to europe and yeah kind of like got back to like lifting and and then mixed mixed up a little bit and um came came back here um and then like yeah got more into like bodyweight training so um went down to um like bondi bars with like um all the like uh, russian group guys so um trained with them for a little bit as well and then another gym uh, in bondi and um yeah i was doing like uh, some grappling there as well so there was like some good guys there as well so um yeah got some like um good training there then got like some injuries so i had to like step away and then like kind of change up the training as well so <laughs> always like look for something different you know <laughs> adjusting my training tell me cool. what, what are the, what are the what are the rules to wrestling right what are so, the rules yes oh, and with that question can you also like let us know because there's different styles of wrestling yes yeah? exactly and you were telling me that yes, Greco yeah, yeah. above the waist exactly. yes. can you just like WWF? an overview because i don't yeah of yeah. course yeah yeah so um yeah with the wrestling yeah, like you have two different like ways or like three different ways to win so um one is to um to get um to pin opponent which you like have to get him on uh, on uh, on the shoulders and hold them uh, hold the opponent for like two or three seconds you know but it's it's not very common like it's get common in the kids you know when you have like a big like differences between kids but yeah. as an adult it's uh, not really common to actually pin someone it's, so ba it's back of the shoulders you say it's the center of the back if you're down at the center of the back but you're kind of lifting your shoulders it still it's doesn't not a pin. you don't usually lift the shoulders but do you do bridge when you're actually like staying on top of oh, your okay. head yeah, yeah, so you're like yeah, staying yeah. on top of the head so and it's you're hard bridging. To pin them down exactly yeah. yeah yeah so they're trying to lift your head to push you down to your shoulders but it's not happening as well often uh, yeah, and then yeah. the, so the two other options are um point system so um you either have to do like a points for like rolling the opponent or you um yeah so if you get like um over 10 points of the opponent then you win the match or if you like um, getting more uh, points after the time finish, then you win the uh, win the match as well. So um, yeah, you have like two two wins when you can actually uh, win it before the man, uh, the match actually time. finish mm. yeah, before the time. So that's uh, like the pin, or you get um, uh, like um, over the ten points of mm. the opponent, mm. or then the, if it's go the full time, then you have to like just get the more points mm. as the uh, the opponent. And if you have like it can happen actually, you have the like equal. Um, like you have the same you know like the match end up like free free but then it's also depends like if you do the last point or um if you do the um, like scoring the like a bigger throw then you win as well so do they stop the when you if you get 10 points do they stop the match at that point yes and earlier yeah, and how long the, how long does the match go for? yeah so for the adults it's like a two three minutes round two three yeah it doesn't sound very long but it's really taxing <laughs> yeah no, because like rounds yes high intensity very high intensity. and they, they pause the clock when they go out of bounds and then every come in time, and restart yes yes yep. so every time the yeah the clock stop and then you're going back yes yeah jesus how long um how long do you have to pin them for it's about like three seconds but it's like a it's the role like you know depending on the referee kind of thing so yep. yeah it's not very long but then like <laughs> you have to keep both shoulders down on the floor and then so there is like a free referee so there is like um 
uh, van men on a on a mat, and there is like two other. So there has to be at least like two two of the referees say like, okay, it's pin. You know, they have to like raise their hand, and that means like they both agree, and then they can stop the match. And when you and when you take someone down, so say you shoot, pick them up, take them down, but they turn midair and land like on their hands and knees. Yes. Is there no? There's no points at that point. You do get some points if they like land down on like knees and elbows, but you won't get if they're just on the hands and uh, and the toes. So like you have to actually keep <laughs> them all the way down. So there is like lots of these scrambles when you have an um, you're actually not scoring any points. You know there can be like a ten, 20 second of the different scramble. You're now getting in like four different positions, but you're not getting any points. Nothing you know? actually happens. Exactly. You spend all that energy. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, regarding to like a different style. So like a Two basic styles with the wrestling would be the like a freestyle and Greco-Roman. So the freestyle would be like you you can use the like hands and legs. So like um you can like shoot for our legs. You can uh, hook with the legs. You can like do anything with, uh, with the legs as well as the arm. But with the Greco-Roman, you're just using the upper body. So like if you see the Greco-Roman, they like they can't hook the legs. They can't hold the legs. They can't do anything with the legs. Can, can they use, use the, the hips? Can they throw over the hip? Yes and no, depending, you know, because like you can use the hip, but most of the time they're like trying to like sneak, you know, the leg there as well to just help to lift up, you know, and then yeah. it's like kind of illegal. But then, yeah, like depending on the referee, you know, how like, how, wow. yeah, what they say about that. Are they well. trying to pin as well? Yes, yeah. they have the same, yeah. same system. Yes, yeah. I think just like for them, it's like, Usually, like a Greco Roman, they like really strong guys because, like, the upper body is like mm, crazy, wow. and then the strength of the legs, right? Because they have to everything they have to lift up to actually like do anything. So, um, they're just using the legs to lift up, and then the upper body, you know, for the control on top. It's mm, yeah, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I think the like the freestyle is like a little bit more technical, you know, but they they still strong guys, you know, but they're not as strong as I think the Greco Roman guys. And then you have this like a different style in uh, America, which is like a, they call it the folk style or also like college wrestling. So they're actually going through this like a whole phase in a high school. So it's, um, it's a very similar to freestyle. So they're like shooting for legs. They, um, they can grab the legs. They can do anything as well in, as a freestyle, but they have a, like a different, a different uh, scoring system. So um, with them, it's um, actually, if you like uh, in a freestyle, if you like turn the partner on the back and then they're going back, you get the points. But in a, uh, in a college wrestling, you actually have to hold them on the back to start getting some points. And also um, when you're on the, on the bottom in a freestyle, you get stand up in like, five to 10 seconds, you know? So if there is nothing ha- happening on the bottom, they, the referee is just gonna stand you up straight away. Mm-hmm. In the college, uh, in America, so actually um, you do have to be active when you're on the bottom as well. So they le- like let you stay down, but you're trying to stand up. So if you like stand up, then you're getting points for that as well. So um, yeah, it's just a little bit different of the style as well. Like the standing up is like pretty much the same as the freestyle, but then the bottom bottom uh, system is a little bit different. So Push, Pushing the action yeah, for the fans, yeah, all pretty, the parents, yes, and yeah. the colleges. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's why like all these Americans, they um trying to like transition when they're like 18, you know, they are in like um, in a college, but they do train both then. So they have like um, college because like they, that's what they get um, like a scholarship for. But then if they wanna get, like, get to like a Olympics or like a world championship, they actually have to do the freestyle because that's the only only one system, you know, it just works everywhere. Like everyone follow that. International so they, system. E- yes, exactly. And that's that's a good thing as well. I think about the wrestling is there is only like a one federation. 
So you have like boxing or jujitsu, you know, when you have like 10 different one and then there is like a world champion, you know, but they can be like a 10 different world champion mm. because it's a different federation. In the wrestling, you have only like a one, one can chance. can only be one. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> like every year you have just like a one world champion. I mean, you have different weight category, weight wave, yeah. but only one, you know, so it's like everyone just follows the same rules. All the competitions are always the same, you know, so like everyone just follows the one federation, which is like an Olympic, you know, like under the Olympic Games. Right. So. Does the Olympics include freestyle and Greco-Roman? Yes, yeah. So it right. includes both. Yeah. The only thing is about the Olympic Games, um, because they actually do, they wanted to cut out the wrestling away. Like they didn't want to keep the wrestling there. Insanity. And it was gone for one Olympic Games, wasn't it? No, almost. They almost want to take it out, but they actually um, they kept it still. Um, the thing was, they said like, oh, it's not very um, like attractive for our fans to watch it, and that was. Um, yeah, so there's like a three difference. So there's a Greco-Roman freestyle and then a uh, woman wrestling as well. And uh, so what they did, they actually cut the half of the like weight division. So if you're going like to a world championship, you have like, um, I think it's now 10, actually 11 world, uh, sorry, 11 different weight division. And if you're going to Olympics, it's only six. So they hmm. cut each, uh, like every second one. Wow. So yeah. Just so that it takes up less space within exactly the Exactly, less time, yeah. So instead of like spending five days, they spend only like two or three days, so. Okay. Yeah, they were. How did it. how did the wrestling community feel about that? Yeah, I don't think they're really happy about that because then it's like really big gap and uh, like comparing to jiu-jitsu, I think the weight categories is like a big deal in the wrestling. Like you actually, if you're trying to go to different weight like weight category, it's like you know like you most likely you're not gonna win. You know, it's just um everyone cutting the weight and everyone wants to stay in the weight they feel comfortable in. So yeah, if you like let's say there is um, like 10 kilo difference, you know? So if you can't fit in a way, then like you have no chance to go actually. So even now, if you're going to like a world championship and then you have these like um, Olympic weights and then the, the rest, you know, the another five. So if you like, if you're going there, always the Olympic weights, they a lot harder to win actually because everyone tried to get there. So there's like a more competition there as well for it. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. If you, if you, if you just luck out not, uh, not being in, in one of those categories and you've got to try and, change it up, up drop down it's really it's difficult impossible. yes yeah. yeah and plus like you can't change your like a body disposition you know no. so if you like can't fit then it's you're actually like a bit dangerous when you think about it Cause, yeah because you're still going to have people wanting to get into those categories they're going to start doing silly things yeah it, exactly cut yeah. weight harder yeah, hard yeah. Yeah. Cuts and, that. and they used to do it like um so it used to be like um you uh you have a debate in like day before so like before um Let's say you're competing on Saturday, you're doing a wedding on Friday, and then you have time to recover, you know, but lots of people use this well, like one day to be like oh. going nuts, you know, and they like would cut so much exactly. Yeah. But now it's actually on the same day, which is like good and bad thing, you know, like it's good because don't people don't cut as much, but then the bad, like some people, they still do. Still and then you can see, you know, there. like, yeah, yeah, you have like no energy. A lot of that's very cultural, isn't it? Because you see it, you see it in MMA and they've tried, they've been trying to combat it for a while. And there's certain fighters that really push it to extremes. They cut huge amounts of weight and they really deplete themselves. And you see it in jiu-jitsu too. You see, you know, with jiu-jitsu, you weigh in before you step onto the mats for your first match. So you can't really, you can't be in bad shape at that weigh-in. However, heaps of guys still, or girls still do it. They're like super dehydrated, really hungry. They're a fucking mess, but they're like, just get through the first fight. And then I can eat and replenish. Maybe I got an hour before I fight again. And um, yeah, and that's what ooh. I like. I think you're seeing uh, like uh, MMA now as well. I think lots of like um, wrestlers 
they actually not struggle as much with that, you know, like depending like how much they cut like previously. But I think like lots of like when you have like a boxer or a kickboxer, they did still like cut some weight for like, you know, previous like uh, fighting. But I think it wasn't as much as for like MMA because in MMA, like everyone cuts a lot of weight, you know, because you you have fight only like every two to three months or something, even maybe like twice a year, you know. So and I think with the wrestlers, they do know how to do it actually. So um, they get this like, you know, like, okay, like, I have to start like two weeks before, you know, and like I can prepare myself. I think with like um, boxers, they kind of like, you know, they struggling a little bit with that. And it's like mental game as well, you know, it just like destroys it before the fight. But I think like saying that, I I think it's a very similar with um, boxing in a way, you know, like when they saying like you can get only like knockout, like once you get, you know, like five knockouts, then like, okay, your chin is not as strong anymore, you know, like you kind of like start mm-hmm. losing. I think with the cutting weight, it's like kind of similar game, you know, like if you're like cutting for the whole life, you know, then on, on the end of the like cutting, it's just like, you're kind of like exhausted, you know, you know what, exactly. Mm. Yeah. You know, like what you're going through, but then like, it's sometimes hard to adjust it, you know, like you just like over it, you know, like you're just doing it for like so many years, especially for these wrestlers, you know, they probably like start cutting weight in the age of 10, you know, so like oh, they're cutting, yeah, yeah, they're cutting no. weight for like 15 years, you know, so Shit. it's like, and in the wrestling, it's not like boxing or something when you like compete only like every few months, you know, especially in a kid, like you compete every like second week, you know, so wow. it would be like, yeah, then season is like never ending, you know, it's like. Do you think that that had something to do with the, you, you, you were mentioning that um, you, uh, you're, you're, you had a problem with the immune system, with the immune system? Or yes, yes. So actually, to, yeah, to I had this like, yes, there was a one competition. It was actually, um, uh, I think it was national in Slovakia. And um, so, I, yeah, I wanted to like go to like a one way division. And um, so when there I actually got to final and then in the final, I remember like uh, kind of like halfway through the match in the final, I was like kind of like almost like collapsing on the mat, you know, they were like, oh, you have to stand up, you have to stand up, you know, like you, you just can't like stay on the floor, you know, like I was just like gassing on the end. Oh. And I remember, yeah, like finished match, I was like, I think I actually lost that match, just like really close. But then I remember I like couldn't get off the mat, you know, they just actually had to go and pick me up from the mat, you know, and like, Shit. I remember like, I, yeah, I didn't feel really well after, you know, it's like, yeah, it just like takes lots of like energy from you as well. Wow. And then after that, you were just feeling like just like yeah, so get your energy levels back yeah, up again? So, yeah, I don't know what was the thing. Like they, they actually like trying to like, uh, like find it out. or something. Yes, exactly. So what was my like issue was like, um, my immune system wasn't good. I was like getting sick all the time. And I was like really like tired all the time. So I would like come from a high, like, high, like after the school, when like to bed, sleep, you know, then wake up, have some food, sleep again. So it would like, yeah, it just didn't, um, didn't feel really right, you know? So, and um, I actually like went to like check out to a hospital as well. They did like this test, but um, they couldn't like figure it out what was wrong, you know? And then like later on, like luckily it just like went off, you know? So like slowly. Like, needed a rest. I think so, yes, yeah. <laughs> How long was that? I never that really liked the rest. rest. <laughs> I never liked it, you know? I was like, no, the rest is not for me, you know? It's not good. <laughs> for rest after training. You know, I just like to the rest, you know? <laughs> was that uh, a matter of weeks or months you feel like that it kind of faded away? Months. months. I think it was almost yeah. like a year. Yeah, Shit. yeah. So it was long. Yeah, yeah. I was... Um, it was you mentioned really early on that you you traveled for some of your first competitions at the age of seven yes and i was just thinking um so like my my partner's little girl she's seven and a half she'll be she'll be eight in a couple of months and um it's it's really interesting to think about 
the idea of her being like Hattie <laughs> being in a sport and her going away yeah. with someone that's not her parents yeah. to compete. I'm like, that's like yeah. absolutely no way. Right. Like, you know, it's just a personality thing, whatever. Yeah. So, but it's, it's a, do you remember at that time, was that, was that stressful or strange to you or was that just what it was? On the beginning, it was actually, I remember the first time we went um, <laughs> to like, it was, it was actually far away. It was maybe like a three hours and um, we went for some reason with the train. So um, the coach didn't drive there. And um, yeah, the, I think that like the whole tournament finished like late and then we're supposed to go home. But I think there was like, we missed the last train or something like that. So we actually end up to stuck in some, some train, you know, and they were like, oh, we have to like stay there for like another like four or five hours, you know? So we went there, we had to actually sleep in the train. I was like seven, <laughs> you know, that was just my brother, you know? There was like no like phones or something like that. I could call my mom, you know, and like, oh, we're not coming home actually, you know? So I was like, uh, but I'm gonna oh, do yeah. you know like <laughs> yes, yeah and the coach been. was like oh yeah just guys oh. like lie down on oh, the floor no. you know <laughs> yeah we already in a train you know so like you can just have a bit of rest you know after the competition you must be exhausted you know but I was like a kid you know I was seven you know <laughs> so without the parents just my brother was there so I was always as I said like I was always the youngest one you know everywhere so for me it was like oh I doesn't feel really right for me, you know, but- uh, But yeah, everyone else a, is doing it. Exactly, so. was, it was a good experience for me as well, so. Did you, going through school, so you would have been, I'm guessing you would have been one of the few kids in your year that was training at an elite level. Do you, did you feel at that time like the, the sport and the training and all of the pressure, all the demands of that on your time and energy and whatnot, was that, stressful for you and did it take away from things were you ever like you know like oh, i wish i was i wish i could just go and hang out and and fuck around after school but i got to go to practice was that ever a thing for you not at the beginning because yeah i like really enjoyed the sport and i was like always want to be the best and yeah i was like yeah as i said with the, like when i was a kid i was like quite on like high level so like that would be like um i would always like beat the guys you know on like um two or three years older than me, you know, and like it didn't happen very often. So um, for me, it was, I think, motivated as well to like just keep pushing myself more and more. But then, yeah, when I got like to like a teenage age was like, okay, maybe it's like time to do something different, you know? And then like, yeah, I just got um, got an appointment, like kind of like everything like combined together, you know, when I said like, yeah, my like immune system wasn't great. So I wasn't able to train properly. Then like didn't get the motivation from the training to be like, actually pushed because I was like, training with just my age, you know, and like always want to be like on top level, you know? So um, that was kind of like, yeah, when it took away from me, a little bit of the like the motivation to actually like train and um, yeah, just become the best and kind of went different pathway for a little bit, you know, like just try everything around, you know, but yeah, didn't stick with that for too long because like I always miss the sport and doing something, you know, like I didn't care if it's like with someone, like I always enjoyed to train with the people, but it was just by myself, I would still do it, you know, it, it wasn't the thing like, oh no, it's just me, you know, like I'm not gonna train, you know, I'm just gonna like go out and hang out with the guys, you know, like it was like, I'm gonna go and train, you know, like <laughs> this is the thing I like, I actually enjoy to do. So yeah, always stick with them, stick with the training after. It's cool. <laughs> I think um, we don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember, remember other kids at school that were really doing that. It was almost like kids that trained at that level when I grew up went to different schools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of it's an abstract, it's, it's a strange, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an abstract idea to, to be kind of in this um, two a day training thing at such a young age. Yeah, and same like I was, 
I was always a strong kid, but not very, very like flexible kid. So um, I remember I was like lifting more weights than like, like pretty much like everyone in in my class. And then I was lifting more weights than the um, like, year above. Yeah, like <laughs> no, actually like three years above, three you know. Above, so yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "This is insane," you know. Like they couldn't believe it, you know. <laughs> so then, like my brother classmate, you know, they were like. Yeah, probably didn't do even like a 75% of what I was lifting, you know, so <laughs> I was like kind of, and I think I was always like quiet kid, so like I would be never like bullying people or something like that, but like the people actually had the respect, you know, because they knew like, okay, like I'm not gonna mess up with this guy, you know, <laughs> this guy's strong and he knows what he's doing, so. <laughs> we had a, I had a guy in my year at school, um, Stefan, he's South African, um, and his little brother was, he was like three years below us, but he was, do you remember him, Joe? Stefan? I, or something. Anyway, his little brother was like three years below us or something, or maybe four, because I remember he came in at year seven and we were like in year 11 or something. And his little brother was a gymnast. Um, and I don't know what he's doing now, but he was a gymnast. You see him, uh, I don't know, we caught him every now and then with his shirt, like uh, on a rare occasion with his actual shirt off. You can see it underneath his shirt. He had traps and you can yeah. see his forearms are all vascular, but caught him with his shirt he off. Muscles. He was, he just had a man's body, you know, and he was five foot and weighed <laughs> like nothing, not even five foot, I'd say. But um, we it really, dis- you could tell that it, I can recognize it now that he's very disciplined and motivated with what he was doing. But yeah, I remember one time he came into class to hand in a note um, and he came into our class and he was handing a note to the teacher from whatever, another teacher. And everyone was like, do a backflip, do a backflip. <laughs> and Tim Gallagher, a friend of mine, who's one of the best men in my wedding as well as Joe, um, pulled out five bucks. He goes, I'll give you five bucks, do a backflip. And he's like, gave him the five bucks and the teacher wasn't looking. He just went, boom, just, just did this like this backflip between all the desks. It was like kind of narrow <laughs> yeah. spot. And everyone just went, yeah, backflip. <laughs> it was like really funny. Yeah, that's for us as well. As, um, so it's like, you think about wrestling, right? Like you're um, always like, oh, you just guys kind of like, touching each other but for us it was like a, very like a mix of the training so like we did like um yeah as i said like lots of like you know like gymnastics from like rolling and um jumping like lots of like guys you know back flipping and things like that stuff. yeah and even with the training you know like um now it's all this cool you know when you have like i don't know anything from like a rope and um you know like jumping on a box and things like yeah. that for us it was a normal that's like how we started you know i, I was like probably like eight or nine years old and we like already climbed the rope, you know, there was like a one of the things like yeah. you actually like, that's only like the one equipment you find in all the wrestling gyms, you know, there's always the rope hanging in a, yeah, yeah. It's part of the sport. Yes, awesome. yeah, yeah. It's I can fucking climb a rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so, like, like a fish in water. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. That is what I wanted to ask was um the school, uh, uh, sp- this place of sports in your schools growing up. Um, so like for all the other kids that were at school, what did the sports um, component of education look like there? Because I, I think of days beyond and, and, um, and other parts of the world where they, I feel like they have a better standard and a better, uh, more emphasis on general strength and training and trying to teach their kids discipline um, from a young age across the whole nation. Like, d- is there a basic... Um, kind of I've seen like in, in countries where they're, they're rope climbing for instance or they're doing obstacle courses and they're doing this from year whatever six all the way up is yes. there something like that over there 
you do have a DA, you have this like um like kind of athletic classes for like um all high school. Yeah. But the high school I was in was actually like a specific high school. So we would have like these um different sport, like a different discipline. So it was like yeah, I was doing the wrestling there, there was like gymnastics, there was um athletics, there was like handball um swimming uh water polo there was like a few different sports mm. and then you like um so then you have a like, class of like a mix different of sports so like it's cool way because like you hang up with all different athletes so like everyone was doing something different and then it's like that's how like we ended up also like going to like a weightlifting um gym you know because there was like a kids weightlifters you know so the coach was like oh like you guys need to get strong you know like i'm gonna just take you to the weightlifting gym you know and um they show us the basics you know like how to do clean how to do snatch and things like that you know like we didn't do it like really well but we were like kids you know we were like probably 10 years old and just um went through like the um, like bit of phase as well you know where you actually like do some lifting but then even like our training would be like separated what we would do as well so like yeah as i mentioned like we had these training in the morning and then training in the afternoon. So um, like, let's say there would be training in the morning that would be like um, more like a strength conditioning. So it would be like a twice, um, twice uh, in the morning, we would go for a run and then did just um, some extra training, you know, just um, yeah, climbing the ropes and um, just doing some like a conditioning, you know, when you would have these like obstacles, like um, jumping on the box and we would have this dummy and just like throwing, you know, like um, practicing the suplex and things like that. And you would like just kind of it's, it was almost like a circuit training, you know, when you're like going from the one part to the other one. And then, um, yeah, then would we would have like two or three times a week, like lifting. And mm. we actually were quite lucky because the gym we trained in, we actually had like a, like a lifting room as well. And then we would go there as well. And um, so our coach would take us, you know, like what we have to do actually. So we would have like, um, yeah, some of the like a lifting, lifting phases as well. when there wasn't like too many competition. And then, yeah, in the afternoon would be all on the mats, you know, so like all the rolling and then practicing the technique and more rolling and rolling, you know, so yeah. And then um, you would go for like a camps as well. So yeah, as I mentioned, like you would go for like a competition to Poland and then stay for like another week and just did like a camp with them or before as well, you know, and um, just stay with them and just train with um, different guys. Like the funny thing was like, you don't know the language because you're going all these different countries, but everyone speaks different language, you know, but you're always trying to be the friends because we were like kids, you know, we were like 10, 12 years old, you know, so like if you have all these like friends all around places, you know, and like you can't actually speak, you know, but like just the language with the body is enough, you know, to actually mm -hmm. like communicate with them. And also like it connects you to the sport as well, you know, because like they like the wrestling, you like the wrestling, you know, so you suddenly manage without like just saying any words, you know, so. It's your social a, circle as well. Yes, yeah, that was mm. a good part about it. Uh, back at the, uh, back at home, is there, do you have like a glass cabinet with all your trophies and medals there and maybe a few pictures there framed of you when you were jacked at 15? Are you? <laughs> we want to see those. Yeah, I, I used to actually, right? So I was always collecting. I had like, I don't know, so many medals because like every time you get a medal, right? If you like, if you play at least two first three, three like um, places get. And uh, yeah, I would always like put on a, like, you know, trophy and everything. Mm. And then I was like, you know, like I still wanted to win, but I didn't like 
care about the trophy as much on the end, you know. So yeah, I would just yeah, like yeah, check them yeah, under the yeah, bed, you know, and just leave them there. But I'll show you some picture when yeah, when I started lifting the weights when I was like sixteen and like already <laughs> put on some weights. So I'll find the picture for you. You're you gonna put laugh. that on your new Instagram page. I, I should have, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. You could actually just laugh, yeah, yeah, just for my like a mate, um, like a cottage place. So uh, yeah, it's just like a shirt less, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. They're, yeah, they were laughing at me when I was uh, yeah probably like sixteen, you know, and just like yeah didn't do anything, just like eating and like you know lifting the yeah, weight, yeah, yeah. putting on the weight. So I was like yeah pretty much like eating the steaks, you know, as like people eating yeah. the bars, you know, like a chocolate bar, <laughs> like just feeding myself with the steaks and you know anything I could get, yeah. off, like you know just like get as much protein as I could get. <laughs> What's your nutrition like now? Because uh, um, I've watched, uh, I've seen a little bit of you eating. Yes, yes. So like I always say, like, um, I'm trying to eat well, but um, yeah, when I said this to like my brother or my friend, they say, like, oh no, you're nuts, you know, like you're, you're eating like way too healthy, you know, like um, for me, it's, um, I'm not like counting the calories or anything like that. I wouldn't go crazy about like how much do I eat, you know, but I would more be crazy about like what I eat. So, um, yeah. Yeah, probably like a six years ago, I would um, yeah, I would like take all, um, like most of the way of like all my like um, I wouldn't say carbs. It would be more just like a gluten, so I wouldn't eat any like a pasta, pizza. Um, yeah, cut off the sugar, which was like no bread, thing, but no, no bread. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest, I don't enjoy it anymore. You know, it's not like oh, I I missed uh, to have a toast for a breakfast or something like that. It's just like for me, it's just normal now. So um, yeah, like um. I think it would be, yeah, mixture of, you know, like just eating like- You do ground energy. roots? Do you do like uh, sweet potato or potatoes or anything yes, like that? Yeah, 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 I do, yes, yeah, yeah. So like I pretty much, yeah, like all vegetables, you know, I think yeah. it's like, it's, I don't think, I don't see anything like bad about that. I think for me, it's just more, you know, like just to have like too much sugar or something like that. It's, yeah, it doesn't no feel right. Yeah, yeah. What but about I, meat? Do you eat much meat? Uh, I used to eat a lot more, not as much anymore, yeah. And yeah, so like previously I was working in the hospitality, I was working as a chef, so I would have access to all the like different food, you know, but um, yeah, I would just like always choose whatever is good for me, you know, so like always would have like some like fish or, um, or meat or a veggie, you know, and then we would have this like, I don't know, it would be like, um, Fridays, you know, when they would like start making burgers or something like that. But like, it, like I would never touch it, you know, it was, wouldn't be something for me like, oh yeah, it's just a Friday, you know, I just have a burger or something like that. Even until like now, you know, it's, I don't actually like feel like that anymore. So it's not something like, oh, I just gonna have a cheat day like every month or something, you know, it's just, um, it doesn't feel right for me. It's like, I think it's very like mental game for me now as well. You know, if it's not good for me, it's like, I don't wanna see it, you know, it's not something like I would touch it or I would miss it or something like that. I know if it's not good for me, you know, it's just like, it's out of my list, you know? So I just keep whatever it's like, just keeps me, you know, Whole like- Whole foods. Yes, exactly. All day, every day. Yes. Forever. Yeah, yes, yeah, Fair yeah. <laughs> it just like keeps me well as well. You know, I feel better after, so. Booze, no drink at all? No, no, not drinking, yeah. no um, any substance. Like only what I do, it's coffee. Coffee, coffee I like, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I was impressed when you said, yeah, I'll have a coffee. Yeah, oh, that's, that's only, yeah, that's only thing. <laughs> We're yeah. on a similar level. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been drinking for uh, nine years now. Holy so. shit. <laughs> it's wow. funny, but obviously I, the JB Christmas weekend yeah, is going to be there, marking the end of that I period. don't think so. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I don't no, think no. it's going to happen. But the funny thing is, I say it's uh, nine years and that's like when I was, um, I was actually 19, right, when I stopped drinking. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't so drink. So you've been drinking for, from an early age? A little <laughs> bit experience. 
experience when I was a kid, you know, just to like get touch on everything. But I couldn't really handle it. Like first of all, my body, I think it's just not feeling I well. Like I would get sick really quickly. Is yeah, there an so. age limit to drinking alcohol in Slovakia? Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. But it's yeah. not that very, like it's not strict as here, you know. Okay, like yeah. if you big beer culture there, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah very big. Yes. Yeah. But it's also spirit as well. The wine, it's not as big like spirit and beer, beer, and, beer and stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 But for me, it was like I was a teenager, you know. So I wanted to like try everything, but then it, like I never really like enjoyed to be actually drunk or taste of the alcohol. So I was like, no, it's not for me, you know. I just like step away. I think it was actually when I decided to go for marathon, I was like, okay, I have to like be actually cautious what I like, you know, what I do, and then yeah, I start preparing myself. Like I was like running a lot every day, so and that was, was like, it. That was the end of your alcohol. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and wow. then like never feel like to drink anymore. So just like step away from the drinking and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since then, I like never really feel like drink anymore. So, but yeah, I guess like my mom, she's the same. You know, she never drinks. So I guess it's like probably the similar thing. What about uh, food when you go home? Because there's obviously a lot of stodgy, stodgy food in in in, in your culture. I'm guessing like you guys do dumplings, base and dumplings. Yeah, exactly. It's mm. very too much. Yeah. So I went um, home like it's almost five years ago now. Um, yeah, and that Did was you give thing. yourself a little bit of leeway there? So no, I didn't. No, wow, no, no, wow. No. So yeah, that was the thing, you know, <laughs> like everyone was like, oh yeah, you're gonna get home, you know, like you're gonna just eat whatever. But I was like, no, it's- Cause like, you kind of, you would have grown up on, on that. that yeah, that was your, your yeah and like plus like place. in the winter, you don't get much, as you know, you don't get much veggie fruit, you know, yeah. like all you can like start, it's a potato pretty much <laughs> and cabbage, right? So <laughs> that's all what you have. And um, yeah. yeah, I was like, no, no, like I'm not eating, you know, things uh, I like, it's not good for me, so I was just like cooking for myself, yeah. And then there was actually like this um, thing, so um, yeah, when I was back home, I went for a funeral, and um, there was just like all this food, you know, like which wasn't like really healthy, so I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna eat, you know, and my, my mom was like, oh, just have some food, you know, like we're just gonna st stay here for a little bit. I was like, no, I'm not eating, you know, like the food is not good for me. Then yeah, I went back home after the funeral, and I was like, okay, now I just cook something for myself, so like, I just cook like some. You're that know. boring guy at the dinner party. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I don't <laughs> go home as that. well. You know, <laughs> going to bed at nine o'clock. You know, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, not partying much. <laughs> I'm, but I'm looking forward to Christmas party now. That's yeah. gonna be a fun time, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna find you in your looking, tent. Yes, we're yeah. gonna be the worst influence you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Yeah, I'm actually like surprised what's gonna happen there. Right, if, uh, everyone from the gym, you know, like. <laughs> Pablo came up to me. How the people gonna behave? Like, he came up to me and said, oh, "I'm a bit worried about the Christmas party." I said, "What are you worried about?" He goes, "The, uh, the costume party." And I was like, what, "What are you worried about a costume party?" He goes, "I've never been to a costume party." Before. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it is. Like, you know, what's, what I supposed to do? <laughs> Joe, you had um, some advice for well, our costume party is Burning Man theme, but you had some advice for Pablo. Yeah, my advice to Pavel was wear a wrestling unitard. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like chuck that on. You could get like a bit of- Do some push-ups before, right? Always. Get the bands, bands on. You every basically minute. want to schedule push-ups every 30 minutes so the pump is maintained. Right. But you know, you could like you could like do it with some boots, you know. You could chuck yeah, wrestling some, boots. Yeah, you know, like you could, you could be there, you could ham it up. Could be like post-apocalyptic like road wrestler. Yeah. The Mad Max of wrestling. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. Maybe get some painting, you know, or something like that. So yeah. you could even put uh, like uh, some 
some glitter on your wrestling boots. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the sequence, roll them in sequence. Like <laughs> so your feet will like, yeah. like sparkle on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, no. I know it's all about the quality, but this is a little bit too gay. No? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the images leaked back to your coach. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he would kick me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, so what's um what's the future plans for you? You're in the you're in the internship right now, which we're almost at halfway. What do you you know, what's the direction over the next say, you know, twelve months or a few years? Where do you want to go with your career and stuff? Yeah, so um yeah, I started like kind of full time coach coaching only like um three, four months ago. So um it's kind of like still new to me. Like I was um I was coaching previously, like probably for like last six, seven years, like doing the um, like wrestling classes, some strength conditioning classes in like different clubs. But it was always just like, because I enjoyed to do it actually. So it was never like, okay, this is my job. I'm going to get paid for it. So like most of the time I would just do it, you know, like, oh yeah, I don't mind do a few classes, you know, for the gyms. And um, then uh, I kind of actually always wanted to like go into, I don't actually really like this word, but going into like fitness industry. And um, yeah, so I decided like, um, why don't you like that word? Fitness? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds a little bit like, you know, fitness. Bit lame. Kind of, yeah. Do a little bit burpee. <laughs> and body pump. And, uh, yep. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do the squat, curl, pre- press, yeah, exercise. Prefer words like, you know, sport and like athletics or something. Performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Understandable. <laughs> fitness for me is like, yeah, um, it doesn't like sounds really right for me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think most of the people, you know, that's what they use. So, um, yeah. And then, so the future, it's... Um, hopefully continue what I do at the moment, like, yeah, with you guys. And then like, um, depending, you know, what's, what's going to be in the future, maybe like going up to like North with, oh, a, yeah. with a tea or, yeah. um, yeah, see how it's go, everything, you know? So, um, yeah, we're not to like, gonna take over Malambimbi. That's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah gonna take it over, right? Pamo's gonna get There's gotta it. be a reality TV show in that. I think so. It should <laughs> be yeah. when, the, when the Slovakian wrestler lands in Malambimbi. Yeah. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to set up a gym. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna make it as the capital city, right? <laughs> yeah, it's an, it'll be an interesting crew. Yeah. We'll mm. have a break dancer, a wrestler. Um, we'll have a a compulsive weed smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two of those. Was that a, <laughs> is that a surprise? It's waiting for me. <laughs> Just but go with an open mind. We need, to make some, we need to make some money as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever pays the bills. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is, I think, the future. Like, oh um, continue on a fitness career and, um, yeah, just, like, keep improving myself and people around me. So um, I think it's, like, really... Um, really interesting to see like people growing around you not just like seeing you and especially like if you do something I think you always like kind of forget about the progress you're doing but you always can see progress people like with um, people around you you know so if you're like trying to help them and um, trying to develop you know like the skill and like yeah the um, physicality I think it's um very big like thing for me you know to see and um, and helping people you know to just develop themselves and yeah go on the pathway you know they um, maybe they never experienced before or they um they've done it in the past and they want to like come back or even people you know they want to like tra- change the training as well so that's that's where i'm like heading now <laughs> it's cool man you're um you're bringing you're bringing your 
like your your culture of training and your approach to it is now part of this gym, which is really cool to see. You're obviously coaching Friday nights. You're taking our fundamentals wrestling class. Yes. And then you're doing the uh, the uh, open mat that follows on. Yes. And then you've also got some one-to-one clients that are working with you now, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's this, I think, um, something new for me, but it's really cool to see as well, you know, individual like growing, you know, and they... Um, improving their physicality and um, they're having some goal they want to achieve. And I think for like lots of people, they don't even know their goal, you know, but um, as soon as you like start talking to them, they they actually realize like, okay, this is actually, I can focus on, you know, because like, I think lots of people just train just because like they want to do something, you know, like, oh, I don't know, like my brother told me like, I have to train, you know, so I'm going to train. But um, lots of people, I think they, um, they don't have actually like a specific goal they want to go for. And I think there's always something to improve, you know, like there's never um, kind of finish line when like, okay, I achieve everything and that's it for me. And I think that's what you like see very often in like athletes, you know, they, um, they trying to go for like a Olympic games or win Olympic games or something like that, or um, yeah, winning like some match and then like, okay, I, I won the match or I won the like, competition and that's it, you know, and that's why like, I think they get stuck, you know, like there's like nothing, nothing else. I think you always can find something you actually can um, going for, you know, like either if it's like a different skill or, um, you know, trying to improve something else, you know, there's um, always these like a different aspects, you know, like you cannot, you can't be like perfect with everything, you know. So I think um, especially with the athlete, it's a big thing to um, actually don't stop once they like finish their like fitness career, but there's, I mean, like sport career, but there's always something they can um continue with which i think it's um still like problematic with athletes you know because they um they feel like okay i finished the career in like age of 30 and that's it for me so i that's that's uh, i think very important still to look at yeah there's a lot uh, of study done behind that particular subject we've talked about it a couple of times as well right, uh, weight yes. packs on but also mental state starts to deteriorate in a lot of athletes once they 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 stop practicing their their discipline yeah, because I think it's a problem as well when you have like this like a big goal, like, I don't know, like winning like a world championship, you know, and then you win that, you know, and they're like, okay, what's, what's, the, what's the next? Yeah. yeah, because you're just looking for one big goal, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure they like enjoying the um, the pathway they they have as well. But then like, you know, if you're like winning um, whatever, like world championship, you know, and then someone tells you like, I don't know, just a simple thing like, oh, like, can you do muscle up, you know, or something like that. And like, for them, it's not, not such a big goal, you know, because they already mm. achieve a lot bigger mm. goal than mm. that, you know. So it's like um, something, I think it's a mental game for mental game for them as well to actually um, to choose something and still enjoy, you know. And that's why it's like, I think really important to enjoy the whole training, not just like, oh, I'm just looking for a goal. Just the competition. I yeah, yeah, I achieve the goal and that's it, you know, like like ideally you're supposed to look like look forward to every training you do so enjoy like every every time you go and like do something different or even if it's the same thing you know sometimes you just have to grind and um just continue like trying to slowly improve you know and and change the training on the way i'm here for you t as a, as a support system for you after you win your grappling match next week yeah, <laughs> the big championship I, i'd hate for you to what's left really my mindset for two weeks yeah, yeah. we said that i think actually yesterday right when uh, like guys they um 
like they are preparing for a fight night now, which is uh, next Friday. <laughs> and yes. Uh, and then, yes, everyone was like, oh, it's eight weeks, uh, was it eight or 10 weeks, you know, of the preparation. Yeah. And everyone just exhausted now, you know, like coming to the end. And T was like, oh yeah, I actually feel okay. Just like, I actually just like said yes, like two days ago, you know, so like I didn't actually have to go through this, like all stressing about them. It's like, quite nice actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just jumped straight in. <laughs> T is always ready for it. Always, always ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ready to bang. Someone's gonna yeah. pull out of a striking match I'm jumping in that one as well yeah <laughs> box on yes Pav where can um, if people want to know more about you uh, or maybe they want to talk about PT or whatever where can they connect with you yeah um, I think on the social media possibly um, I'll see really, you there not really good on the social media I just started with the internship program now so uh, yeah I have like um, Instagram and Facebook so Actually, um, on the Facebook, it's pretty much my name, which is Paolo Sadecki or Paolo Sadecki. And um, how do you spell that? Uh, so first name is Paolo, P-A-V-O-L. Last mm. name is Sadecki, S-A-D-E-C-K-Y. Very European name. Especially if I say Powell, you know, people struggle to like, oh, what's the name what? actually? Yeah. You know, like, oh, just call me Pav, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it easy. <laughs> and then Instagram? And then Instagram, I guess it's the same, but I, I think there's like an, uh, yes, it's a that free for some reason. I don't know, Number actually, three. I haven't created, so I don't know. You might have to simplify that. I know, yes, yeah, yeah, I have to change it out. Joe's probably got some I'll, good ideas, he's good with I've that I've got stuff. some ideas, but <laughs> I'll put, a, I'll put a, um, a link to that in the show notes anyways, cool. so you can connect with Pavel there, and give him a follow, because it's cool to see, uh, it's cool to see his training evolution, and yeah, and you'll just get a bit of inspo, because the guy's so fucking jacked and ripped. <laughs> It'll motivate you for your own training. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, sometimes it can be dead. Yeah, you can feel like shit. Yeah. Maybe don't. Okay. <laughs> Stepping, yeah. yeah, staying on top of the game for like last 20 years. <laughs> so yeah. <that> training <laughs> never went away. People ask, how can I get in that kind of shape? And you're like, well, start when you were six and, and maintain it until present exactly, day. Yeah. And maybe you have a chance. I always like, don't you eat know, burgers. Yeah, yeah that's the thing for me. Like, why would you stop, you know? What's the reason? Like, you know, like <laughs> there's no such a thing. Why would you like, you know, go away from the pathway you know it's good it's a good attitude yeah. man if you're going for a holiday you have like actually even more excuse to train because you have more free time <laughs> i agree with this I agree. yes yeah mate um thank you for coming on today it was really cool to hear your story thank you very much thanks yeah. Pav. thanks Pavo. cheers guys uh thank you for listening big shout out to our sponsor panavore cafe for giving us the coffee that we were drinking today that fueled us um check them out if you're ever over in pagewood um, Pav was drinking from the uh, Little Miss Princess cup, which is our I really cup. like the cup. Sorry, you I just like want to say, yeah, Little Princess. So what is it? Little Miss Princess cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It's for you. That'll go um, with your sequined shoes at the um, jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel now. So, <laughs> we've got our uh, we've got our fight night coming up. Um, this weekend, by the time you hear this, it'll be on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. It's kicking off around 2.33 o'clock. Um, junglebrothers.com backslash blog. If you go to our blog, you'll be able to find all the details on it. Purchase the stream. Even if you're not going to watch it, donate because all of the proceeds go towards Rise Foundation Australia and they will be putting all of the proceeds back into educating the people in our community about mental health and first aid of uh, mental health issues so super important stuff but it's also going to be an epic night of fight so you might as well tune in watch it get some popcorn get a few carnage beers. we still have a few uh of <laughs> the will be gold repping. class vip tickets which are oh. very limited there's only five of them 
Uh, there was five, five a few three, days ago. Three, okay. Yeah, there's maybe three left. That's on the actual tickets. up in the dojo on the main floor. You'll be front seat for the action, Major and you'll also have um, famous Sodaco drinks on hand, which is sugar free pub. I'll have you know, and we'll also have <laughs> damn good wine sponsoring. So there'll be a bunch of wine there. Uh, it's not you, pub. I'll stick um, with the water, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it'd be really nice for those who are in house. Uh, and I just wanted to give a shout out to everyone that's been tagging our podcast on social media. Spotify put out, um, Spotify have been putting out like your, your year of 2020 in review. At the moment, when you open your Spotify, you'll see it and it's like everything you've listened to in 2020. Mm. And we've had so many people posting it on Instagram, tagging us because the Jungle Brothers podcast is one of the things that they've been listening to the most. So it's really cool to get that, to see the support out there. Uh, we really appreciate you guys spreading the word. It helps to support the show. So keep doing that. And, uh, and if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend. If you want help with your training, junglebrothers.com, come and see us. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, gents. Thank you. Peace. Thank you.